welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomena. Jackson, how are you this evening? I'm good. Douglas, we uh, we missed last week. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you just realize that? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. We missed another week. It didn't even explain. I don't know what you're talking about. We're going to have to post two this week. Yeah. It's not like anybody cares. <laughs> People care. Not it's it's like yeah. the roles are switched. Like I'm usually the negative one, and yeah. and you're the positive one. But I guess now things are different. But what? It's three rings. Oh, you're you're trying to show me what you did. With a looks like my tattoo. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. I mean, we have. How have the episodes been doing? That's information only you know. Uh, Not good. Very iffy uh, uploads, <laughs> upload dates. Yeah, I uh, I feel bad. Why, why didn't we? Why didn't we post last week? Um, you know, some things came up. <laughs> uh, I think around Wednesday morning, I ran out of eggs, so I couldn't cook eggs for breakfast. So I had to go get more eggs. That really took up my. <laughs> that really messed up my schedule that day. I. And, uh, I think the main reason is just because, like, I couldn't find a time to do it. I, th- I don't think our schedule last week lined up because I work overnights at Winn-Dixie. Yeah. And then you work at St. Paul's. and Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a, we're working. We, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, we're it's just, be, we'll just say the podcast isn't our number one priority right now. Jeez, that's a horrible thing to, to say. Oh, well, is it? it? No, honestly, it isn't just because, like, the way we are right now. But when I'm back at South and we live in the, uh, together, it, I think it'll be a lot more, uh, yeah. especially with me not working at Winn Dixie. But I bet you'll you'll be excited for that. So happy, dude! I cannot wait till my last day. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do for your last day? Like, are you gonna go out with a bang? No, I'm just gonna leave and go home and sleep. Okay, here's and then wake up and be like, you, I don't you, have to do that anymore. You restock the dog food, all right? I restock uh, dog and cat food, and then uh, like cleaning supplies. Cleaning I'm, I'm stuff. guessing there's some canned wet food. Yeah. All right, what you're going to do is you're going to open a can of either cat food or dog you're food. You're talking so quietly. Yeah. We'll scoot closer to the mic if you're going to talk in that tone. I'm pretty close. Anyways. No, you aren't. Anyways. All right, fine. You're going to take a can, either dog food or cat food. It's got to be wet, all right? You're going to stand up on one of the cash registers, tallest thing you can stand up on, and you're going to open that can of cat food up. You're going to take your hand, scoop out some cat food or dog food, your choice. You're going to slather it all over your face. And then walk out. Walk home because you didn't drive that day. Crazy idea. Seven o'clock comes around. I clock out. I get into my car, drive home, shower, and sleep. That's You're not going to say goodbye to any of your buddies? No, I'll say goodbye. I guess, but that actually talking about when Dixie has made me think about um, something, a few things I guess. Um, I uh, I hate finding like misplaced stuff in aisles. Yeah. I, like I used to do that all the time. Like yeah. if if something was like too far away, I'd be like, I'll just put it right here. But now being someone who has to deal with that and like re- put it back in the right place and everything. Super annoying. One time, I found an apricot 
a rotting apricot in the produce section in the dog food aisle behind a dog food behind a biscuit box a rotting apricot so someone had to work to put that there yeah had to move it was hidden yeah someone someone moved stuff out of the way to put an apricot behind dog biscuits i also one time found a half drink and fanta soda bottle that was me i'm sorry (laughs) uh behind kitty litter I once found, what are some other things I found? I once found uh, a box of Cosmic Brownies behind uh, some Tide Pods. An, an unopened one? Yeah, oh. behind some Tide Pods. It, it's, it's annoying. I, I, but you gotta, it, I think it can also be fun because you can try to think of situations to which would prompt people. No, to the situation that, every time is just like, to I'm too the, lazy. Eh, put it no, there. No, you don't know that. Just no, put I the do. the Cosmic Brownies and Tide Pods. Like, so this guy's. To wash his clothes, but then he he saw the cosmic brownies. He's like, I have enough no. The money. cosmic brownies were in the Tide Pods. Yeah. Okay. So he he switched out the cosmic brownies for some Tide Pods so he could wash his clothes, instead of just go home and eat cosmic brownies. That uh, I, I that probably have, happened. I do have a very funny story from uh, Win Dixie. So in the, it was it was morning. So Win Dixie opens at six. Yeah. Which hey no, and I get off at seven, so it was it was it was a little after I'd I'd clocked out and then I went to pick up a box of a uh, hot and spicy Cheez Its for Savannah. Yeah. Do you still have those? I ate them. She ate them all. And uh, there's this girl in front of me, this lady who's buying like all this candy, and so and she was just like sitting there. And she took forever, and so then I paid for my thing. I walked out, and our cars were parked right next to each other, and. She, there was like a, a little like divot of like elevation from the parking lot to like the sidewalk <clears throat> out in front of where she was pushing her cart to and she had a little cart and she's backing up to like easily get the cart off the curb and I look at her and I'm like, hey, uh, do you need any help? And she looks up and she gives me like this really like, like this freaked out look and I was like, and she was like, no, thank you. And I was like, oh, okay, you sure? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I get in my car. I get in my car and I sit down and I reach to get my phone out of my pocket and I look down and my fly's open. <laughs> you creep. <laughs> so, so I can imagine how that lady felt on a Saturday morning. What if your shirt was sticking out of it? <laughs> and I, I literally sat there and I was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> and then I, I look over at the lady and I'm like, I'm just like thinking like, I wish I could like apologize, but then I'd even be more creepy. Like, hey, sorry, my fly was down. I I didn't mean for that to happen. But the thing is, I I didn't I hadn't gone I had gone to the bathroom at about six thirty. Mm-hmm. So I spent thirty minutes walking around with Dixie with my fly open, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, that there were probably tons of people that noticed my fly down. So. I was so trying, to, I, trying to think of a pun. I freaked out that girl. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think of a pun to go along with that. Something, something along the lines of using the word Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> she saw my one Dixie. I don't know. Yeah, but then that also... Uh, that Not also. I, uh, I've discovered something that annoys me. One of the many more things in the world that annoys me. On top of you know was, p- people like, walking slowly in front of you and, and people misplaced. believing that Australia isn't real. Yeah, that one. Uh, a bunch of stuff. Um, girls taking to social media to complain 
about getting made fun of for being air quote perfect. Let me explain. I was on Instagram a few days ago on the Explore page. Yeah. I stumbled across this post of like this girl and like a before, like a it was like a black and white like like before picture whatever of her like two years ago, and the caption vaguely was something long as like um, this is me like three years ago. Uh, this is just after I had come home one day and uh, some girls, <laughs> some older girls at school made fun of me for having uh, shiny hair and, and uh, clear skin. They thought that I was too young to look too pretty like that. And it ruined me. It made me really think about my life and how, you know, there are people not as good as me out there. And I was literally saying, like, what is happening? And then it was like, uh, this put me in a really dark place for a long time. <laughs> Like, I, it wasn't, like, I, it's not my fault. It's just who I am. And, like, all the comments were like, oh, my God, Susie, you're so brave. Oh, my God, slay girl. And I, I was like, I was like, what the heck is this? How, how did you stumble upon that? I don't know. It was just on the Explore page. And I was like sitting there, I was like, this, this has to be fake. Like, there's no way, like, no, this I is, like, genuine. people like that. No and way. then I went on, like, and, like, I was like, the comments, they were like, oh, my God, you're so brave. Like, bravo, sister. And she was, like, 16, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> this is pretty funny. This, uh, this, one, this one guy commented, he was like, so you want to let me take your perfect ass out? <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> he was using the caption uh, with, his, uh, with his pickup line, but I just yeah, thought that was like pretty that? funny. Yeah, but that's just it, was just, it was just so weird seeing that. Like, people, like, someone, like, Did complaining. Did feel bad? <laughs> yeah, I was literally sitting there, I was like, like, if she just took one look at me, <laughs> she would feel even more sorry than she does about being, she saw you having perfect hair, shiny skin, or clear skin, or whatever it was. <laughs> What if she starts, like, DMing people who she thinks that look, like, worse than her? It's like, if you need to talk, I'm here for you. She oh, my God. insulting people. Your body's slamming. If you need help about that, just talk to me. God. <laughs> so, so uh, besides Night Swim's podcast, which you listen to all the time, do you listen to any other podcasts? Not at the moment, no. Not the moment? I don't even listen to ours. Because I'm here doing it. Yeah, I sometimes listen back to it when they're like funny moments. Yeah. But, uh, so you don't listen to any podcasts, really? Not, not really, no. It's more music for me. I've been listening to uh, Tiny Meat Gang Yeah. lately. Cody Co. Yeah, and they, they did it. They talked about, they did an episode about, <laughs> Noel was talking about how back when he was in college, he would just like... And this is the reason I bring this up is because uh, we have a friend who does this all the time. I'm not gonna name him, but uh, he he had to stop doing it because his parents one took his phone and saw this. Noel was talking about how when he was in college, he before, <laughs> when he'd be pooping, <laughs> he would take pictures of the poops and send it to his friends. Yeah. And I was like, uh, that made me think right away. I was like, oh my god, uh, I'm not gonna say his name, but, like, <laughs> but if he if he's listening, he, he knows. knows. Who he and is, so do yeah. our friends if they remember. But <laughs> he was like, I remember thinking like, oh my god, he used to do that. And then I was like, oh, he did because his parents caught him doing it. <laughs> and then he started talking about this website that was called Rate My Poo. <laughs> Apparently, it's a real thing. I just thought like Rate my poo. Yeah, I was like, I don't know why, but this is like the funniest thing I've ever heard. It was just like it made me think of uh I can, I can only imagine the awkward conversation that our friend had with his parents <laughs> about that. Jeez. 
<laughs> just like, oh, there's actually a, I, I looked up Rape My Poo <laughs> on a, oh my God. What? It's bad. Here, here. Rape My Poo. Okay, now. Oh. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? Yeah. Quit looking at poo. I'm looking at the comments. <laughs> Is that it? You're going to start using this website. The comments are just funny. <laughs> Yummy. I like poos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. Continue. So, um, my mom listens to the podcast. Yes. And she's a teacher at a high school. And so, I think it was during one of her classes when they weren't doing anything. She played the Natty Frost podcast Oof. for her class. Yeah. And apparently I dropped an F-bomb. Oh, you swore a lot. <laughs> to a whole class <laughs> of high schoolers. Uh, I just thought I'd share that. <laughs> did you what, what did the did she like shut it off immediately? No, she she texted me. She's like, "So um I was in my F-bot class <laughs> and I was playing the Natty Frost podcast and I think I heard you drop an F-bomb." I was like, "What? Me?" <laughs> no. Mom, <laughs> your little saint? Your, your little angel? No. <laughs> Maybe some fracking <laughs> up every once in a while when I'm feeling dangerous. Yeah, no. <laughs> but um, I was thinking I'd drop a few more in this episode. <laughs> drop some uh, fake F-bombs. Yeah. Do you ever... One last thing before we get into the, today's topic. Do you ever like think about like, uh, like funny like business ideas or funny... Uh, like funny like... Funny like... I don't know, just like funny things that like don't really go together, but they make a lot of sense, I guess. It's kind of hard to explain, but let me explain it to you. Like, so uh, a bunch of husbands are only allowed to go to gay bars because like, because that way their (laughs) wives will be like, oh, they won't like, there's no girls there. They won't get hit on. And like the dudes are just like all there. Like a but I like, I just think of like a bunch of like dads in like their forties with like clip on like phones and like new balance shoes. (laughs) And they're just like sitting there, it's like, oh, just uh, at like, at like Pixie Sticks or whatever the gay bar would be called. They're just like out. <laughs> Some dude goes like, hey man, what are you drinking? It's like, uh, Miller, my uh, my wife, she doesn't let me go out to regular bars. So me and me and a couple of neighborhood dads uh, go out to gay bars, you know, get away from the wives but not get hit on. So, so you think of this on your own? Sometimes. Well, you have too much free time. It's, it's just like, it's funny to think about. So what else? Like I'm like it just it'd be funny like like the the uh, the dads would be sitting there and they'd be like they'd just be like looking at the dancers like oh like how do I feel about this right now? Like, will my wife get mad at me if I like if I look? Will she not? I don't know what to do here. I think your wife would get mad at you. It's just like it's just funny to think about. Why why would <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a this is this is weird. It's like, it's like it's like a dog walking business for paraplegic dogs. <laughs> like you that's, just, you that's just kind of th- dark. You just throw them in the park. They just like roll around because that's all they can do. <laughs> just roll around. Just you play like bowling okay. with them or something. Sparky, go play. Go on, Sparky. Huh. Just rolls around in a circle. Oh, you're too tired. Okay, you can lay down. <laughs> you know, I think I I I see these videos on Instagram about. The 
paraplegic dogs, but they they have like mo- mobility in their front legs. Yeah. So and they like do like ba- they balance. No, I'm talking about like their owners give give them like little wheelchairs. Oh yeah, yeah. And it just warms my heart. Yeah. It makes me feel good. It's just like it's just funny to think about like we're we're going back to our old podcast. It's just funny ways. to think of like random stuff like that. Uh, this is this is an this is like an OG Night Swim's podcast. Yeah, you're, it's a little bit, a little hint of the OG. But it's just like, I, I just like I'll be like sitting there at like work, and I'll be like, man, that'd be funny. <laughs> like putting some away some dog. Food, I can see like, you like being really quiet for like thirty minutes, <laughs> and then, then you're just stalking something. You just bust out laughing because you think of that something. actually happened one yeah. time. I was like sitting there, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just went back to what I was doing. I like I looked around, I was like, I hope no one heard that because that'd just be weird. Just like hearing me like moves bags of dog food and then all of a sudden I'm just like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, nothing? No, no, nothing, man. Thinking about gay bars and straight people. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, man, that floats your boat. <laughs> Whatever. All right, you want to get into it? Yeah, so so we could you give me a glass of water while you're up? Yes. Okay, so, so Douglas, so we have today's we, – we have today – Night Swim's uh, first haunting. It's, a ch- it's it's really famous. Oh, I hope the water doesn't pick up. <laughs> Did you spit in that? No. All right, good. Huh. Adds flavor. Ha! We've been uh, we have our first haunting, and Doug has been thinking about it. I'm trying he, to guess. He has not guessed. Uh, uh, some hints where it's out west. It's still in business. It's very famous and very haunted. What state? Uh, Nevada, California, Oregon, Washington, Utah, no. Colorado, Wyoming, oh, Montana, you said it. Idaho, you said Wyoming? It. No. Wyoming doesn't Colorado. exist. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a weed business? Yeah, that's a what today's episode is about. Business. Shut up. Okay. You got fired earlier. Yeah. She's no longer our general manager. Yeah. So you won't be hearing much from her. She didn't serve you... us water. Yeah. We have to do it ourselves now. So, okay. Enlighten me. The Stanley Hotel. Uh, yes, I've heard of that. That is a thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I don't want to say everything right away. I have a lot of stuff to go over today. I have some is pictures. Is this like the Shining Hotel? Yes, okay, it is. Yeah. It is the hotel that inspired yes. the movie The Shining. I have some fun facts about it I'm going to share with you later. Mm-hmm. I have a, a, lunch, a lot of stuff, so I'm just going to get right into it. The Stanley Hotel was originally opened in 1909 by a Massachusetts couple, F.O. and Flora Stanley, as a secluded Ground Mountain Resort. Though the Stanleys have passed, many believe they never actually left. Mr. Stanley has been reported as hovering behind employees at the reception desk, and Miss Stanley can still be heard playing piano in the hotel's music room. Uh, so already... I have one photo to show you because the article that I use just get straight to the blood elevator. That's not in the that's in the book, not the hotel. But here's a picture. I'm showing you just <laughs> uh, so so in the main staircase. Some guy took this photo and did recognize the this person standing up there until uh, after he looked at the photo. Like he didn't see him. Yeah. So this is this is one of the many photos of ghosts in the Stanley Hotel. Hmm. Creepy. So, yeah, it kind of looks like a nun. Oh, it's on Instagram. Yeah, it kind of looks like a nun. Because I see like a white face. I can't, I can't, I'll, we'll probably post all these. It's like a black gown, white face. Yeah, yeah we'll post, post all these photos. You'll uh, send me photos. Yeah, we'll post all of them. 
Um, haunted events have been recorded at the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, since as far back as 1911, when Miss Elizabeth Wilson, a housekeeper, was electrocuted during a lightning storm. Tragic. Zap. Though she wasn't killed, the room where it happened, room 217, has become a hotbed of paranormal activity. I'll get into room 217 more uh, in a bit. Over the years, every single room in the hotel has supposedly had something strange happen in it, from clothes being mysteriously unpacked to items moving on their own and lights turning themselves on and off. The fourth floor is... Poltergeist. Don't interrupt. The fourth floor is often filled with spectral laughter of children giggling and running down the halls. However, the staff at the Stanley are quick to point out that there are never any reports of sinister or evil events happening because there are only happy ghosts at the Stanley Hotel. Yeah, that's just good business. Trying to keep people coming. <laughs> yeah. According to ABC News... Oh, fun fact, room 217. I don't know if I'll say this later, but I'll just say it now. Uh, room 217... Uh, is the most requested room in the entire hotel, and people will wait months to stay just one night in that room. Yeah. yeah. So, according to ABC News, prolific horror author Stephen King checked into the hotel in 1973 for a one-night stay with his wife, Tabitha. Fortuitously, they were the only guests at the hotel that night, so they pretty much had the run of the place, but King wasn't convinced they were actually alone. The room he stayed in was room 217. So, dun-dun-dun. King's iconic horror novel, The Shining, was inspired by these events and the overall experience of being secluded in the Grand Resort Hotel alone. The book delves into the trick the mind can play on those susceptible to paranoia, fear, and violence when trapped and cut off from the real, rational, insane world. Though the film version, directed by Stanley Kubrick, was actually filmed on a London soundstage with exterior shots taken at the Timberland Lodge in Mount Hood, Oregon, The Stanley is the real hotel that inspired The Shining. And a lot of people know this. Uh, King wasn't pleased with Kubrick's ver- version of uh, the movie because it felt like it wasn't his vision of his work. So in the 90s, he, re- he filmed a miniseries actually at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And today, you can watch both versions on a nonstop loop on the hotel's channel 42. Ooh. And, so for, and for just $50, you can take part in a five-hour ghost hunt at the hotel led by a, a paranormal investigator who like, is on call at the hotel. That's awesome. Who teaches you the ropes and how to use equipment to hunt down the paranormal. The Stanley also has a resident psychic, Madam Vera, and a professional paranormal investigator on staff, Kalea Sek. Or, if five hours is too much, the hotel also offers a $15 90-minute ghost and history tour. $50 for a five-hour in that hotel is not a lot. Also, every October, the hotel holds the Shining Ball, where there is a costume contest for the best dressed. And, uh... So, here, I'm going to show you some more pictures. This is, so, oh, real quick to show you this picture. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, if you've ever seen The Shining, the maze uh, is a, plays a very big part mm-hmm. at the, the climax of the movie and book. Yeah. And so, uh, years after the movie was released, they actually made their own maze. So, here's the picture of the maze, a picture oh, of wow. room 217, and then a picture of the Stanley Hotel. Very pretty hotel. Yeah, that's so. That's this is the back of the hotel with like mountains and everything. And we'll post these photos too. Every every photo we talk about, I'm just showing Douglas so he gets an idea. But we'll post all these photos. Wow. So the, oh, and so the official address of the Stanley Hotel is 333 E Wonderview Avenue, Estes Park, Colorado 80517. Thank you. You're welcome. So the next thing I want to go over with you. 
because uh, there's not so there isn't a lot of history that ties into the hauntings, which is strange for a haunted place. Usually, there's yeah. a lot of like explanation. So the next thing I'm just gonna show you, tell you, is a bunch of, um, and not a bunch. Uh, I'm just gonna tell you some stories from hotel staff and guests. But a uh, little fun fact. Jim Carrey once stayed there while filming Dumb and Dumber, but only stayed there for three hours. Because he was scared? Uh, yeah. Most, uh, most likely. So, the first one I will talk about is room 217, the most famous room in the entire thing. So, the hotel was getting ready to shut down for the season due to the fact that they did not have heat in the hotel and wouldn't until about the 1980s. <clears throat> oh, wait. Oh, my bad. This is just a story about the... The people like when like Stephen King showed up. So you won't go to that one. Nice. Good proof. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so room 401. A male ghost who some believe to be an Irish man named Lord Dunraven is reported to be in this room. Although he never visited the hotel in life, it was built 20 years after he left Estes Park. And it was built on land he once owned. In the closet, women feel their hair being played with, an arm around their shoulder or waist, or a hand moving up the back of their leg. Men don't feel particularly welcome in this room sometimes, as they feel someone is pressing them into bed or their jewelry disappearing. Don't know why men have jewelry. This was the room where Jason of the Ghost Hunters TV show had his drinking glass, which was set on the nightstand, implode while he was sleeping. The closet door also just opens and closes on its own. So, it's interesting. So wait, uh, like, mm-hmm. Sir Dunraven, mm-hmm. right? Lord, so he, Lord Dunraven, yeah, Lord Dunraven. Um, I guess he likes women more than men. I mean, apparently he's he, a lord, so yeah. I'm sure he wasn't ever rejected. So he presses men into bed. Is that what it said? Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. It's very homo-y. Maybe he's. Maybe he's a lover of both. Takes their jewelry, so the men are probably, you know... Yeah, free love. <laughs> free to be. So, in room 407, people have reported being tucked in, which is sweet. Oh, that is sweet. That's nice. A little boy said that he kept kicking his covers off, and they kept coming back up throughout the night. His mother was quite shocked and said that she hadn't woken during the night and certainly didn't keep covering him. Another guest reported feeling someone sit on the edge of the bed, but when she turned the light on, no one was there. She did, however, see an indention as if someone had just gotten up. Those are the spooky ones. Yeah, that's spooky. Uh, In room 428, a ghost cowboy tends to frequent this room. A couple couple a few years back, uh, to date this, this is in 2016, when all this information was shared, so 2010, I'm guessing. I'll just say. Oh, a few years back, a couple awoke to find a Wild West cowboy pacing at the end of their bed. After watching him for a few minutes, they politely asked him to leave, which he did, but not before leaning over the lady as if kissing her. Female guests sometimes wake to find him leaning in for a kiss on the forehead. That's, that's sweet and tender. <laughs> and then again in room 217. Many housekeeping events happen in this room. Guests have reported returning to their room after dropping off their bags and finding their luggage has been unpacked for them. Other guests have also reported their shoes being lined up neatly on the end of the bed. Shadows have also been reported passing through walls, as this room was once part of a much larger suite until the mid-2000s. Yeah, I remember hearing about something like, because people believe that ghosts can just, like, they're... 
made like and they just pass through walls but like then I hear something that like rooms in old houses used to be much bigger so walls were put in in places where they like weren't used to be mm-hmm. so they were just passing through like they don't know a wall is there mm-hmm. yeah I thought that was pretty interesting that, yeah yeah that actually yeah so uh, the concert hall which is uh, known as a hot spot uh, of paranormal activity so this guy named Paul worked at the Stanley Hotel from 95 to 2005 and died of a heart attack while en route from the hotel to the hospital after suffering chest pains. Known as a jack-of-all-trades, one of Paul's responsibilities was to enforce the hotel's 11 p.m. curfew, and it is not uncommon to hear a faint and ominous get-out in the after-hours, <laughs> though it's unclear if he'd be so bold as to shush hotel founder Flora Stanley, who can often be heard playing the piano some seven decades after her demise. Demise. That's a, it's kind of an evil way an to say it. Word. A construction worker sanding the floor a few years ago believes Paul was brazen enough to physically nudge him to the door after feeling two arms pull him back. He's also known to flicker the flashlights of touring groups. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Here we have a picture of uh, someone of something taken in the uh, concert hall. So I'm going to show you this photo real quick as well. Let's see. That could very well be Paul. So what it is is it's a, it's a it's like in the it's on a wall of the concert hall in like a back corner, and there's a a figure staring at the the camera picture, a very clear uh, apparition. If that even is an apparition, it could just be a person. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But to the left of it, it looks like a little girl. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Maybe I don't know what the apparition would be in that. Picture. Oh yeah, that's I never noticed that. We'll post that one as well. Yeah, we'll post it. So uh, this is a guest one. Oh, oh, okay. So this this story goes in line with the photo. Why okay. would they do that opposite? Oh, sorry. So over the weekend, again, I don't, that's really ignoring. About 15 coworkers and myself had our company trip to the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park. Uh, we took an 8 p.m. ghost tour where we were joined about we, where we joined about 15 other people to get guided around the property and told stories about its history and creepy things that are said to have happened. We were told to take lots of pictures uh, to try and capture orbs or ghosts or anything like that. Many green orbs were caught in pictures. Air orbs. But uh, I don't think anything is as creepy as this photo taken by my coworker, a little girl in a hot pink dress. Yeah, so the yeah. girl and is the apparition, who is definitely not on tour. Apparently, years ago, a young girl, 12 or 13, by the name of Lucy, was squatting in the basement of the concert hall, which is where the photo was taken, and discovered upon plans to begin some construction. She was forced to leave. The night got below freezing, and she froze to death. So, so basically a homeless girl, essentially. Sad. Everyone on my tour has vouched that this girl was not on our tour, and the man pictured is our tour guide, and uh, there's no one that would have been in front of him. And uh, just uh, though I doubt if anyone will leave me, but there was only one time throughout the tour where I felt any strange energy or feeling, and it was right as they were heading into the concert hall basement. Huh. So, haha, some more stuff on room 217. <laughs> Elizabeth Wilson was the chief housekeeper who, during an early summer storm in 1911, was injured in an explosion, but she, as she was lighting the acetylene lanterns in room 217. She survived with broken ankles, but to this day takes special care of rooms 217 guests. 
possibly even king. King is said to have encountered a young child during his stay, though there were no children visiting at the time. Guests have reported items moving luggage guests reporting having items moved, luggage being unpacked, and lights being turned on and off. So there's in the hotel in general, there's Eddie, who initially presents himself with a foul odor, earning the name Stinky Man. Apparently, offended by the moniker, Eddie switches tactics and began exuding a more pleasant smell. Interesting. His presence, however, seems to cause discomfort, possibly due to a life of hardship, according to visiting psychics and mediums. He has since lightened up, but remains the resident prankster and apparently a ladies' man, <laughs> often suspected of stroking the hair and kissing their cheeks of female guests. Eddie began visiting the Stanley just a few years ago and has no known connection to the property. Again, which is why there's not a lot of history that yeah. I was able to find. It is wondered if Lucy and Eddie are simply a new demographic of guests and raises the question of travel in the afterlife. That is weird how there can be so many instances of paranormal activity but yet no history to back it up. It, it sort of raises the question is, like, is this really haunted or is this a hoax? I, I believe it's haunted. I mean, you I don't believe, believe it's, it's haunted? haunted? I mean, I want to visit. Well, I would hope so. But, like, usually other places have some very compelling history behind it to back up the paranormal activity. And, and yeah. I, I this get... just seems a little out of whack. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. um, according to, I guess, a vote by guests, some of the most haunted places in the Stanley Hotel is, of course, Room 217, a place known as the Vortex. Ooh, and the Vortex from is... an architectural standpoint, it's a staircase between floors in the hotel's main guest house, which is the first photo I showed you. Mm. Uh, the, it's also been dubbed the Vortex because it has a natural spiral of energy. It is also known as the Rapid Transit System for ghosts that are known to haunt the hotel. And, of course, there's a concert hall, which here's a picture of the concert hall, actually, if you wanted to see. Ooh. And Paul is one of the... Uh, the most uh, occupiable people in that room, along as with Lucy. Room 401 is also a, uh, a big uh, hot spot. Uh, there's children running around, laughing, giggling, and playing. And there's also the famous closet that tends to open and close by itself. There's also room 428, which people have reported hearing footsteps above them and furniture moving. Uh, but it's actually... The real haunt is a friendly cowboy who appears in the corner of the bed. So if I didn't clarify that 428 was with the Wild West Cowboy. Uh, the Grand Staircase, which, wow, that is pretty. Here, there's a picture of it during Christmas time. Ooh. Uh, people, there are actually a lot of photos of peop, uh, people have taken around this staircase. And I'll show you some of those photos of people, um, <clears throat> uh, of like ghosts standing on the stairway, like around people or just by itself. Mm -hmm. And the final place is known as the Underground Caves. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, work. It didn't really say a whole lot about what it was, like the the cave specifically, but it's people like most people believe it was just like a place where uh, workers were able to move, kind of like the Disney World of uh, yeah. hotels. Huh. Get it? Interesting. That's weird. Yeah, and uh, beneath the hotel in the in the caves is um, an above average concentration of limestone and quartz and ghost hunters believe that captures energy helps capture like energy on the property limestone quartz i can see limestone quartz this quartz is kind of like a clear 
substance, I guess. I don't know. You believe? I believe in crystals um. capturing essences of spirits and stuff. <laughs> Sounds very hippie-like, but yeah. And uh, some facts. <laughs> trying to be the Wild West Cowboy? What? Some facts. Oh, I just said it normal. No, you said facts. Whatever. Uh, the Stanley Hotel includes 138 rooms, is four stories, with over 16,000 square feet. So, 16,000. There's also a bar and cafe. It's a little smaller than my house. <laughs> there's a bar and cafe. Of course. There's a billiard room. There's a music room. Of course. Uh, the fourth floor, mm. it used to be where children and nannies would stay, I guess, during like... Because it was more of a resort back in the day. Child it wasn't a hotel. Stuff, yeah. yeah, child labor. <laughs> <laughs> It's been owned by... They have to wash the guest clothes. That's their job. <laughs> 15 cents an hour. Yeah, that's what you... Uh, that's what you believe? Yeah. <laughs> 15 cents. That, that could be the history. But no, there's no history. Um, there are believed to be many manifestations in the property. Um, just to name a few. You know, randomly. Uh, Flo Stanley... During during the wee morning hours, she likes to play her piano, much to the annoyance of the people in the rooms located right above the music room. Pictures have been taken of her on the main staircase that can be seen uh, on the slideshow in the basement, which is kind of cool that they they're very that the hotel's very aware that they're haunted. Yeah. Her apparition has also been seen gazing out of windows of the music room. I don't like that. And then there's the entity of her husband, Freeland. His apparition has been seen walking through the main lobby, and at closing time in the main floor bar, his apparition has been seen leaning against the wall with his arms folded as he watches staff do their duties. And then there's uh, someone known as Mrs. Smith, who was a loyal uh, housekeeper in the early, when it first, like, early opened. Uh, Her apparition is being seen mostly walking through room 217 into a wall, where... The connecting door to the adjoining room used to be. So there you are with your uh, your little facts. She's been known to hang up clothes, put away suitcases, and straighten up the room. She also has her moral values to uphold. On several occasions, unmarried couples have felt a cold presence come between them in bed to prevent premarital activities. So she's trying to keep it keep it clean around the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Both keeping the room clean and keeping the relationship clean. <laughs> Yes. Thank you, Miss Smith. <laughs> <laughs> the entities of the children, which is creepy. creepy. Yeah. Children Jinx. ghosts are the worst. The sound of children running and playing in the hallways of the fourth floor have been uh, reported. Sounds of children whispering, which is spooky on its own, yeah. and the clauses of the rooms on the fourth floor have also been heard. One entity of a little boy will try to wake up sleeping children on the fourth floor because he wants to play. Another entity of little boy goes to great lengths to be noticed on the fourth floor. Uh, he turns on the TV really loud and fools with the lights, among other things. And an entity of a little girl likes to peek at the people from the central staircase. And then, of course, there's Lord Dunraven, who hangs out mainly in room 401. Lord Dunraven! Caper of the... Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Thank nice. you. And Zen... You ready for some more? We have uh, another picture that I wanted to show you on, on the main staircase. Oh, shit. 
of a of a little girl, right there. If you can't tell. Oh, that's that's eerie. That is a little it's, eerie. Okay, so I see the ray of light right here coming from the. But that wouldn't make that though. Yeah, but but look at how these two beams connect, and it sort of morphs in with their apparition. Yeah, if you were to do this correctly, these lights don't match up with the body. Like the body's straight this well, yeah, way, but I'm the lights that keep going that way. I'm not saying it's. But like, where where's a body right there? I'm saying there's some rays right there. It could be problems with the camera. It could be Photoshop. Huh. Well, <laughs> Ben Hansen, How about no? former FBI agent and host of Fact or Fake Paranormal oh, Files. Oh, that makes it so solidified. FBI agent said a careful analysis of the photo turned up no obvious signs of trickery. And what did he do to um, analyze it? I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just take his word for it. But I believe Ben Hansen. Ben Hansen, former so. FBI agent, <laughs> turned host of Factor Fate. <laughs> That's such a such a bad route to go after being an FBI agent. Like, fact, I've watched Factor Fate, and some of it is interesting. I like some, some of it. Some of it is stupid. I, the 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 last time I remember watching it, I got sick. Like, I started throwing up, and so, <laughs> and so I don't like the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause, cause, cause it made me scared, and then on I got today's sick. episode we'll be looking at Bigfoot videos. <laughs> I was scared. I was home alone. Then I started throwing up everywhere, so it made me more scared. So I don't. I just don't like it anymore. Makes sense. I'm yeah. sorry that you got spooked at fake videos. It's okay. Little fun fact about the hotel: not a lot of people know. Most haunted room is believed to be 217, but it's actually 401. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the only reason 217 is so well known is because of Stephen King. And Ghost Adventures went there. Zach Baggins. <laughs> Nick Roth. Aaron. 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 <laughs> and uh, a couple of EVPs that were captured were things such as, You Better Start Talking. Somebody's coming. Hey, come on. They're up late. Pass the key. That was a shadow. And don't trust blank because it's inaudible. And then there was an apparition. Uh, you missed an, EV, an EVP. And it, um, it said, uh, give me your belt. <laughs> it's an inside joke. That was horrible. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't laugh at that. You're a part of that. That was a waste. <laughs> that was such a bad... I'm sorry. Cameron, that was for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, there was one apparition captured uh, when Nick was in a room by himself when he captured an EVP. A mist figure seems to be coming towards him on camera. Yeah. No, I've watched that episode. You have? Yeah. I think I did once, but I... Uh, I think the episode that... Because we, we used to watch the show together. And the episode that we uh, remember the most <laughs> hey, uh, hey, yeah. was when um, they were in like some... They were in the middle of the woods somewhere, like some cabin. God, you always talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> they thought they saw Bigfoot. Because the place... So the place was popular for like being also like a Bigfoot attraction. And they heard a bunch of like leaves rustling and they were like, Oh my God! Oh my God, is Bigfoot here? And they run, and Aaron pops out shirtless, and he's like, "What are you doing, man? We thought you were Bigfoot. Is that is your shirt off? Yeah, man, it's hot. What are you doing? Out here? Are you tweeting? Are you tweeting right now? Yeah, man. 
It's just really uh, funny. You're cool. Anyways. <laughs> Where were we? Really steered this, yeah. Really, really steered that in a weird direction. It started with the give me your belt. God. <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. Something stupid. Something that something that uh, completely threw off the entire groove. Did we have a groove? I thought we did. We had a groove at the start, and then you went into your stories. We lost it a little bit, and then we came back with it, and then I said, give me your belt, and then we lost it again. What stories? It's just... It's just... The... Rent, like, the... The... Blatant reading of articles. It wasn't blatant reading of articles. It wasn't a conversation. I was just reading. Th- I'm not going to get into this. I was just reading. Th- At least mine aren't 10 minutes long. That's 10 minutes of good conversation. We're ending the podcast. Bite me. Right now. It's the end of the podcast. Is it? No, but good thing people won't make it this way. <laughs> well, that's the that's all I have about this Overlook Hotel. Overlook, it's Stanley. Stanley, the Stanley Hotel. <laughs> Overlook is a hotel, isn't it? Hollywood no, too? it's what it was called in The Shining, the uh, Overlook Hotel. Spooky. With the bloody elevator. Yeah, I don't know where he got that from. I guess just the mind of Stephen King. Ooh, but he yes, probably that, had a dream about it. I, I believe I, I believe he he does say that he has a dream and that's what like kind of like set everything off. I don't know if that's hundred percent for mm. sure though. I also remember in um uh Ready Player One they were Yeah, the, that was so cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was the I coolest. like the ballroom scene. Yeah, that that was so cool seeing And the, the maze uh, with the giant woman. Remember oh, yeah. the dead woman that gets out of the bath? Yeah. Yeah. That was so cool seeing that in Ready Player yeah, One. That was cool. But um yes, that is uh, all I have on the Stanley Hotel. Well thank you. You're welcome. I'm enlightened. I, I would hope so. Yeah. It's our first uh ghost. I love ghosts. I, I love ghosts. <laughs> yeah, that was our first uh I think, first ghost. I think for Halloween I'm just gonna put a sheet over my head and be a ghost. <laughs> I've I've run out of ideas. I'm gonna be three hole punch Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah. Are you um so what do you what did you? How do, how do you feel about the Stanley? Like, what do you think about the Stanley? Um, I mean, I think it's definitely intriguing, but like, with lack of history behind it, I just find it. La- yeah, it's not. I, it's I, not I, so much lack of history. It's lack of history that like connects to yeah. hauntings. Yeah, but um, like, I guess I don't want to say it's just a clever ruse, but I mean, it just seems like it's a clever ruse to get business. Even though Stephen King was there. Hey, welcome. I, I haven't been, so I don't know. Oh, it would be awesome to go. It would be. Road trip. Kind of scary, though. What? You just burp into the mic? <laughs> I didn't mean to. God. I have the mouth closed. It's like the rolls are switched right now. At least I'm not a stain on a shirt. Like, you're the... Except I have a stain on my shirt right here. All right. Well... The rules are switched. Yeah, the rules are switched this episode. It had to happen. It's bizarre right now. It is. I, I don't like it. Well, then get back to being lazy. Uh. <laughs> is that how you being lazy is? Yeah, that's my, that's my lazy. I'm a lazy boy. Sorry. Okay, well, <laughs> stop looking at me. That was worse than giving me your belt. Was it? I think so. Oh. Trying, well, to do, trying to make a joke with a furniture store? I don't know. Come on, man. 
I thought it was... You're uh, better what, than that. What, whatever. I'm going to... All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, thank It's you. really a good thing that nobody makes it this far. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you. God, I'm just... I feel so iffy about this podcast yeah, right too. now. It's all your fault. It's not my fault. Give me your bell. <laughs> you can edit that out. You're just too lazy to edit. Editing ruins the flow. No, no it doesn't. Oh, oh, okay. Let's not switch roles again here. We are switching. No. It's Douglas is back. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, thank you for listening. Um, as always, we hope you enjoyed. We enjoyed making it. Santa, if you're listening, um, I would like an Xbox, the original Xbox. Um, what's, what was a good game on the original Xbox? Battlefront 2. Battlefront I want Battlefront 2. Halo. And Halo. Um, also, last year, I asked for this, and I didn't get it, but it was the, one of those Razor scooters that made the sparks, and I would like to have that this year. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Tell Miss Claus I... She's a bitch. <laughs> no. Well, thank you. Uh, this has been Night Swims. Yes, it has. Uh, it was, hopefully the Stanley Hotel uh, shined a light on uh, one of the most famous haunted places in the Midwest. Sure. Or in the United States, some consider. Is that a pun? No. Oh. Shined. What was the pun? Shined, yeah. Shined, shiny. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Oh, crap. That was a good pun. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> Unintentional pun right there. Good, nice. Um... This is probably going to be uploaded at a weird time, and then we will upload one more. We're going to upload two this week, the week of October 22nd. Yep, i got to get to researching. Yeah, you do. I already have ideas. I'm going to do some, urban, some sort of urban I can magic. give you a couple of my ideas. No, I don't need them. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope to hear you all next time. <laughs> that it makes sense, but all right. It worked. Hear you later. <laughs>